Welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces, my weekly audio journal podcast where I talk about what I'm up to and what I'm into. And this week that happened to be a lot. In fact, today was the first opportunity that I had to actually sit down and take a look at the results of last week's show, something that I like to do. And as of the recording of this episode, which is Friday, July 7th at 1.17 p.m., now back onto the Friday routine, now that yard sale season is slowly dwindling away, I was pleasantly surprised when I got on to find out an exceptionally high number of people watched last week's show. And I was all excited about it until I realized why? It was because last week's show had a negative title. And if there's one thing that I've learned is that if there's a negative title on my podcast, people tune in because they like the drama or the tea or whatever it is. And it wasn't intentional in this case. Like the, the week really was a major setback, not only in terms of having to spend the entire time editing, but in my life, uh, a major setback is losing a video that you had already edited and spent hours on. And that's what happened. But to most people, they probably tuned into that and they were like, oh, this is this isn't bad. I was hoping for something terrible to happen to him. And then they, they moved on. And I guess that's reflected in the comments out of the 1400 people that tuned into last week's episode, we had eight comments. And all I can say is that my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is ruined. So I'm hoping that you guys can come through a little stronger in this one. Uh, but we're, we're going to jump into this. I'm just going to hope for the best. You know, I put myself out there. I just ask that you guys, like, I just want to hear from you. We do listener feedback every week, which we will do this week as well. Uh, before we do that, I got to tell you all about my week here, uh, starting with something that I've been wanting to talk about for like two weeks and it's been on my outline, but somehow keeps getting missed and, uh, and skipped over. And I guess that's good because there is some resolution to this and maybe this should be the title of the episode just so people tune in. Roxy's health, Roxy's sick, something like that. I don't want to do that. In fact, I'm going to purposely not put negative titles going forward, even if it is the reality, just because I don't, I don't want that. I want you to tune in because you, you want to be here. And I think that's probably the case for more people, most people, but you know, it's, it's the, uh, it's the lurkers, the people that are the casuals. This isn't a place for casuals. These are you and me, we're in this together. So let's talk about Roxy's health. Uh, something kind of started with her back when we were in Italy. Uh, Cody's mom didn't tell us at the time because she didn't want to like ruin our trip and there was nothing we could do about it while we were away. But one night while everyone was sleeping, Roxy apparently had to, had to go outside and, and take care of business. I'll, I'll say this is going to get a little graphic here for, for just a little bit. And, uh, no one woke up, so she ended up uh, doing it through the house. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it wasn't just like, uh, uh, we'll say, a pile here or a pile there. It was a liquidy situation that happened all throughout the house, the rug uh, in front of the door, everywhere. Uh, and uh, it was discovered the next morning when when Pap actually stepped in it when he left his bedroom. So uh, obviously not a great situation when you have people watch your dog for you for the week and they're doing it for free out of the kindness of their heart and then your dog like lit, like just destroys their house. But it happened and we found out about it when, when we got back. And it seemed like Roxy was fine from there, like uh, Deb or Yammy. I don't know what to call her. It's like Mrs. Brickitect and Cody. Uh, Yammy, as she's known in some circles, she was giving her kind of like, uh, like rice and soup and things like that to kind of help her stomach out. And uh, when she came back, things seemed to be better. Uh, that was until this happened again, like the middle of the next week, which would have been last week, I think. And, uh, Cody came down to find it happening in our like dining room. Luckily it's all wood there. So not a terrible cleanup situation, but it was like, okay, what's happening here? Uh, so we, called the vet and they're like, Hey, just put her on a bland diet, which is rice, uh, like broth 
and chicken, just like boiled chicken, like very simple, make sure she's okay with the stomach. And again, like seemed to be okay. Other than the fact, like after doing that, she stopped drinking water and then she stopped pooping outside. Okay. We'll just say it. She stopped pooping outside or inside for that matter. Not at all. So Cody and I were getting a little concerned, like, okay, this isn't good. And uh, we called the vet and they're like, well, maybe it's because of the the diet change. Uh, and, and they were like, why don't we have her come in? So we couldn't get in. This is happening like around the 4th of July. She could come in the following day. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, Cody kept giving her, since she wasn't drinking, she kept giving her like, uh, like broth water. And she would lap that up because it was special. And I started to think maybe she was getting spoiled by it. Like, you know, typically dogs drink water, but then you give them something special with it. Like, it's almost like if say you're drinking water all the time, then all of a sudden someone gave you like a Gatorade or like a, a, a Coke or something like that. The water's not so great anymore. You get a little like, you, you know, you get a taste for it. And I thought maybe that was the case. Um, but still it like she, she wasn't doing her thing outside. So Cody took her in and uh, they did a rectal exam, uh, which I was, as Cody was explaining this to me, I, I determined that there is no amount of money that you could possibly pay me to do that. Uh, if you're, if you're curious for the non-faint of heart, it involves uh, putting a glove on your hand and then like pretty much going up in there and seeing what's going on. And apparently they pulled out a little nugget of uh, treasure that day and they were going to send it off to get analyzed. So it's like, okay, all good. Uh, and Roxy comes home. She's acting fine. Like if you didn't know that she wasn't if she wasn't uh, drinking regular water and not pooping outside, like she's acting like completely fine. She's frisky sometimes. She sleeps a lot. She's an older dog, but like she seemed to be good. She's got an appetite. She's lapping her food down. So that's a good sign. But like in the back of my mind, I was just like, man, I'm prepared for the worst. Like her kidneys are shutting down. She's got cancer. She's got uh, like all the things run through your mind when you have a 12 year old dog. But that afternoon, after she went to the vet and we dropped like 200 bucks on her, we took her up to camp and this will be a part of the story later. It's something that, you know, we did later in the week and she gets up there and the first thing she does, and I knew this was going to happen. She drops a deuce like Mickey does one. And then Roxy of course has to as well. Cause dogs like they, they have to compete for their spots, just drops one right there. And I'm like, huh? Interesting. She goes inside the cabin. First thing she does in the cabin drinks an entire bowl of water. And I'm like, Oh, why could you not have done this like a day ago? But maybe it was just a matter of like getting her out, you know, and and hyped up and at camp and, you know, fresh air, new place. And she did the two things that we were worried about. Uh, Luckily, we got the results back a day later of her stool sample and all good there. No parasites, no nothing. And since then, she seems to be fine. We still have her on like the special food, but uh, she's acting good or normal and she's playing, she's doing her thing. And I think it's all resolved. So maybe it was... You know, me forgetting to put this on the outline for a couple weeks was meant for a reason. So I have like a resolution to this. But as it stands right now, Roxy is okay. So I'm happy about that. And I'm just hoping for the best. But I am most certainly in the um, like enjoy every day routine right now with her. Because you don't know, like when your dog's 12, 13 years old, particularly labs, that's, you know, that's, that's up there in lifespan. So it's like if this is our last summer, we got to make the most of this. And I'm, I'm trying to do that. And we're trying to give her as much love as we can and play with her and do everything that you can do right now. She's laying over here on my floor, kind of sleeping because she's, I mean, I would say she's kind of like a house cat. So how I describe her to people, she just kind of sleeps all day and you know, that's keep her comfortable. So that's, that's where we're out with Roxy bear, but boy, it makes me sad to, 
think about the prospect of someday not having her anymore. And when you get these these little health scares like this, it puts that in perspective quite a bit because as I've talked about before, and I'm sure many people can relate it, anyone that has a pet or has had a pet before, they are very much a part of your life. And we've had Roxy, like, like the, the, you, you guys that are subscribed to my YouTube channel, like this whole channel started because of her basically. Like my first video or one of my first videos after we moved into our house was, going and picking up Roxy Bear. And that was the first video that kind of popped off on the channel. And like, she's been a part of this journey since 2011, all the way up until now, like everything that we've been through in our like adult lives, I'll call it, even though I was an adult before that. But like, you know, when you buy a house and you become like an actual like adult and you do adulting, like she's been there. And the prospect of her someday not being there for that is just crazy to me. Like that's a part of our family. But again, like when, when you get pets, you, you know that that's a reality. They're not going to live forever. I've talked before about how I wish we could just like transplant her personality into a new body because that's all she needs, particularly if it was a little puppy. Cause I'm just, I got puppy fever, man. There was a puppy at this place we went to last night, which I'll talk about. Uh, and it was, it was just so adorable. And like, I went over and petted him and I was just like, oh my gosh, I need I need a puppy. Um, but no, right now we're, we're, we're chilling. We've had that conversation. Like when, when Roxy does go, like, what is our plan? And I think we're just going to like lay low for a little bit, you know, like, okay, be dogless. Cause right now it's like, it's a lot to take on. Like there's a lot going on with Roxy bear, like medically and expense wise and things like that. Um, but I feel like I'm going to be tempted to go out and I'm kind of leaning at this point, as much as I love puppies, I'm really tempted towards going to the SPCA and just taking a gander at the dogs they have there. And, you know, if I really connect with one or if, if one like really connects with their whole family for that matter, I think that might be the move because it's like you're rescuing a dog that needs a home. And that's a place where if they don't get taken in a X number of days or weeks, months, whatever it is, they get put down. So it's like you're saving this animal's life. Uh, you miss out on those puppy stages, I guess. You don't get to maybe train them properly. So it'd really have to be like the the, the right dog because there is a lot that comes from having a, a brand new puppy, not only in the cuteness factor and raising them up, but like if you can train them young and trim them properly, that can set them up for a, for a whole different life than what they have if they're not that way. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's something to, to evaluate. We're not crossing that bridge yet, of course. And, uh, I certainly don't want, well, I shouldn't say I don't want two dogs. Cause I was saying to Cody last night, I was like, dude, if it was just me, I'd probably have like three or four dogs. <laughs> I just, I'd love pets so much and I'd probably get a little carried away. Like I know if I walked in the SPCA, it's unlikely that I leave there without a dog. So it's probably best that I don't go in there. Uh, cause I would just be like, all right, how much, how much for that one? All right, can we can we put a package deal together? Give me give me this whole lineup here. I'll take all those guys. Uh, but anyways, that's kind of um, that's kind of what's going on with Bear. And I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're all good now that she's she's got this all through her system. Whatever it was, I didn't even really say like what was wrong with her. Maybe that nugget that they extracted from her, uh, which uh, Cody told me the uh, the whole room was was like ruined after that happened. Um, maybe that was maybe it was just a blockade. So. Uh, all good, and uh, we're. I'll, I'll report back if anything happens to Roxy, but it, hopefully you don't hear anything about her. I don't want you to hear anything about her for a very long time because that just means everything's good. Uh, but let's let's move on to more positive things. Uh, sorry to all the, the people that came for the negativity. You, you we got that out of the system, right? Roxy wasn't doing well. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm just playing. But uh, 
Cactus Seder season is back, baby. Uh, my favorite time of the year, carnival season, town meeting. This is what they call it in our town, which is kind of silly. But it's like a carnival. It's a fair. We've all been to them. Uh, one of my favorite things, well, I'll just say my favorite thing about going to any carnival or fair is when cactus taters are there. If you don't know what cactus taters are, I, I just edited a video today, which will already be out by the time you're watching this, where you can see them in all their glory. And I've gotten them plenty of times before. But uh, they what they do is it's a stand at the carnival, and they take a potato and put it on like the end of like, they put it on a spike, essentially, like a, a horizontal spike. And then on that, if you almost think of like a lathe or like an apple peeler, they take a cordless drill and it has like a bit on it that spins this potato that turns it into like a uh, like a spiral cut potato chip essentially. And then they fry that and then it becomes like a very thin French fry potato chip uh, cactus tater. No, no idea why it's called that other than they think they originated out of Arizona. In fact... Oh, you have to watch the video. There's some funniness that happens with that. Uh, but they're so glorious, and I love them so much. And it's something that, like, for me, it's a symbol of summer. It's a symbol of good times. And it's it's just a symbol of deliciousness. So we went to our our town meeting, carnival, uh, fair, whatever, and uh, we got those. And the nice thing about going there, we went there with Bud and Deb, Yemi and Pap, as they're known in some circles. We're, we're, you guys get the hint. Uh, and Kyle and Landon were in the area, so they came over too, and it was awesome getting to hang out with them. We had a lot of fun, uh, played some games there. I gave them money to do the the knife, the ring toss. You ever see like the, they put knives on like these spinning tables, and then you throw rings, and if you get it around a knife, you win the knife. And I, I fed those guys uh, like 10 bucks to play that game. We, we had to do two rounds, but Landon ended up winning a small pocket knife, which was fun. Clark Mann did a little game there. He won a prize. Kyle uh, destroyed his prize and then won one back for him again. And it was it was just a fun time. Clark Mann did the slide. Um, just great memories being made. And of course, I, I, I recorded that because anytime I can get my nephews uh, with Clark Mann and all of us together, I like to capture that because that's just, it's precious times, you know? Uh, they've moved... Years ago, they moved about three and a half hours away from us, so we don't get to see them very much. In fact, that was the first time, because of our traveling this year, that was the first time that I've seen them in 2023, which is just wild to think. And we're already in July. Uh, so because of that, I wanted to hang out with them more, and I'm like, hey, instead of you guys going up to camp, because that's why they're here, they were camping with their parents, I said, why don't you guys come over to my place, or our place, and we'll hang out. So uh, prior to doing that, we went and got some pizza. We were going to get a pizza at the carnival, but it was an hour wait to get a whole pizza, and we had a lot of hungry campers here with us. Uh, so we went out and got some pizza at the local pizza place. Not my number one spot, because they were closed for 4th of July, but... We did go out and get some pizza and had some deliciousness. And then they came over to our place and man, we had some fun. It was pretty late, but we ended up staying up pretty late playing the arcade machine that you see over my uh, shoulder here. That is the At Games Legends Ultimate arcade uh, cabinet if you're wondering what it is or where to get one. I got that on a great deal at Sam's Club, which is how I became a Sam's Club member because it was either pay $35 for shipping or pay 50 and get free shipping and have a membership for a year. So we did that. And uh, we may need to go back there soon because I noticed we have one roll of paper towels left. We got <laughs> this giant friggin' mass of paper towels. We've got one roll left. It, they go pretty quickly when you have a kid and a dog and stuff. So uh, we might be making a return trip to Sam's Club. Uh, but we played Golden Tee Golf on that. And if you've never heard of Golden Tee Golf, it's a classic arcade bar game where you have like a trackball and when you roll the trackball towards you, the the golfer, you know, does his like backswing or whatever and then you flip it up and in whatever direction you flick that uh, that wheel, like a trackball is like a wheel that's down inside the the 
the level of the playing field or the the buttons or whatever. I'm trying to like describe this and like to someone that maybe never seen a trackball before. Anyways, when you flick that up, the ball gets hit and whatever speed you put on it is like how far or little you, uh, how much heat you put on the, the ball. And we were playing that until like two o'clock in the morning. And then I was like, all right, guys, I'm going to go to bed. So I got like everything all set up down here and got them like their bed set up. And, uh, we have a guest bed, but Kyle was like, I'll just sleep on the couch down here. I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, I spent all this money on this guest bed and like, you're not going to stay in it. Landon, who always likes to sleep down here on the blow up mattress. So I blew that up and got it all, all together. And I was like, okay guys, going to bed. And I assume they were going to get bedded down too. No. No, 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 no. They were up until like five or six o'clock in the morning. And then they got up at like almost noon the next day, which happened to be the day that I finished editing all of the Italy trip. So it was like a glorious day for me. So as I mentioned last week, that was consuming like half of my day every day. Finished that baby up. That was our flight home. So I checked that off the list. They got up. We played some more Golden Tee Golf, and then they had to head out. Uh, but it was it was great, uh, and Clark Man was so happy, too, because they were putting so much attention into him and really just playing with him and having fun, which hasn't always been the case. Like before when they bring like friends with them, it, it changes the, the dynamic a good bit. Uh, but Clark was just thrilled with it, and it was as, I, as, as was I. That's what I'm trying to say. And it was, it was great. So I was happy to have those guys over, but it didn't end there. Uh, that was actually, that was the third on the fourth. Uh, we had a really great day in the fourth too. Like it was just, it was just fun after fun this week. So that, maybe that should be the title fun after fun. <laughs> People are like boring. <laughs> um, that was, that was the third. And then on the fourth, Bud and Deb came over and Deb made me my ultimate meal. Sloppy Joe's, um, hamburger barbecue. Some people call it that, I guess. I, I, I don't know if, it, uh, I don't think it has any other name, but like Sloppy Joe's, her, my favorite thing she makes. And she made potato salad too. My other favorite thing. And Cody had pasta salad. Like it was just everything that I love in this world. Like if it was, if it was my final day on this earth or like my last meal, that's the meal that I would have had. We had corn on the cob. We had watermelon cut up. It was amazing. So we had like, I guess like a late lunch that day. And that was lovely. And then that was the day that Kyle Landon left. They didn't stay long enough for that, but I guess that was towards the evening. And then we offered for them to stay here so they could uh, have a campfire with us, but it was too hot out for them. So they bailed. And that evening on July 4th, instead of going to see the fireworks, Cody wasn't totally on board. And Clark Mann was kind of like, meh. We stayed home and we did a big fire out back and sat at the campfire, made s'mores. I cooked up like ring bologna on like a hot dog cooker type thing, like the little forks. And that's glorious. Like if you ever had like cold ring bologna, uh, that you can cut up, put that on the fire. It's, it's like 10 times better. So we did all that snacked out, had some drinks and things out there. Non-alcoholic. I don't drink alcohol, but, um, it was lovely. It was a nice evening. I do have some regrets for not going to the fireworks. Uh, we're not going to be able to make it to this this weekend's fireworks in the other town that we typically go to, too. So I'm going to miss the fireworks. But we got uh, we got a lot of fireworks in when we've gone to Disney in the past, and it kind of spoils you a little bit because uh, they have like the whole like show with the lights and the fireworks, and you're like in this place. It's hard to just go sit at your truck and watch them, but. I, I kind of want to, so we'll we'll kind of we'll see what happens. But if not if not this year, we've got lots of time ahead of us to keep doing stuff like that. Um, yeah, I like I like fireworks probably more than Cody does. Actually, way more. It, she doesn't. She looks at it like, and this is probably the way to see it. It's like that's a that's a lot of money that you're just burning up. They're loud and they're somewhat dangerous. But I look at it like, 
and this is like the glass half full, I guess. I look at it like it's something that brings the community together. It's something that uh, is enjoyable. It's like a spectacle that people can see. And it's like a celebration of uh, community and our, our independence, I suppose. Uh, so I, I look at it like that. Um, but it is, you know, it, it could be either of those things. It is a lot of money that, that they spend on those. And it does get burned up that maybe could be used for something else. But you know, you got to have some fun, right? So that was our 4th of July. The next day, I, I told you, things just kept rolling here. We went up to camp to meet with uh, Kyle Landon again and Casey and Tiff. They were up at the, the cabin of theirs. And we had a lot of fun up there. Again, another day with lots of food. If you're wondering about the weight update, I'm up like three or four pounds this week, depending on what time I get on the scale. It was a dangerous week in the world of weight loss because there was like five desserts up there. There was hot dogs and hamburgers, and it was just crazy. Uh, but the highlight of the day for me was doing something that Clark Man was very much looking forward to doing, and that was to float down the creek in a raft. Yami and Pat found a raft for like five bucks at a yard sale, which is a really good one. Like it was a two-man like inflatable with a pump, like a foot pump essentially and paddles and stuff. And it was great. Got it for five bucks. So we loaded that thing up in the car. We went swimming. The water was incredible. It was like 90 degrees outside. And we found this, there's a spot. It's like the, the corner or the big hole is what I call it. And the water is very shallow going into it. So the sun heats this water up and gets it pretty warm. And then it kind of dumps off where it's deeper in that it just feels like a nice warm flow of water hitting you. And it was great. But when we were done swimming, Clark man and I got into the boat and we, set sail down the creek, which it was a bit of a challenge because it's not very deep. And there was like two times that we had to kind of get out and kind of walk it. There is a jumping rock that Clark man jumped off of. And I have good news for you. I recorded our excursion down through or expedition <laughs> down through the creek. So that should make a fun little video too. If it turns out I was recording with my uh, DJI camera, which is this thing right here. It's kind of like a GoPro. Uh, so we'll see, but that was fun. And then we did a campfire up there that night and it was just a lovely day. I had so much fun. Uh, it's just like having family and people around as much as I'm an introvert, having like it in small doses like that really is just so much fun for me to, to like be a part of. And I've realized like having my nephews over and, and, and having them as a part of our lives is so much better than not having them here. You know what I mean? Like it just adds something. Uh, when when you're a fam a small family of three, and then you get these two huge giant teenagers living with you, maybe not in the long term. I mean, there's probably parents out there like, hey, you can have my teenagers. Uh, but in the short term, it was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed all of that. Uh, speaking of being an introvert, uh, Cody is trying to pull me out of my shell. She has these teacher friends that have these gatherings every once in a while, and she goes to them. I typically don't. I've been to them before, but it's it's usually just like teacher talk, and I don't have any like input in that necessarily. Like I can't contribute to a conversation. But in this case. They are doing this thing that where they do like trivia. It's called Quizzo. And the one guy is like a fantastic host and he sets it all up. And she's like, you should come to this. And I said, you know what? I'm going to come to this. And knowing full well, like I probably wasn't going to be able to contribute very much because I didn't, I didn't think I would know any of the answers, but wouldn't you know it, I did pretty darn well at Quizzo and our team, you know, we came in like third. What really killed us was the, the musical stuff. There was a lot of like some of the teachers are a little bit older than, than we are. And there was a lot of like older music questions. Uh, and I, we just, we just botched that. But the, a lot of the stuff we did really well and they had pizza and they have like this pool house and it's really cool. And the guy, the, the guy that owns it, his, his name's Kevin, Kevin, 
He is so freaking cool. He has a bathroom. He took me on a tour of their bathroom. And you're like, what? Well, he, he, the whole bathroom is designed in Star Wars. He 3D printed all this stuff. Like there's a, there's a Death Star for the light. There is uh, like the whole wall is like a vinyl print, almost like wallpaper of like a scene from Star Wars. There's two lightsabers beside the mirror. And he has a speaker inside like the medicine cabinet that when you flip the light switch on it, they go and they light up different colors. And then depending on how much you turn it on and off, all the lightsabers change colors to different ones. It's, it's incredible. And he's like totally like, like into this stuff. In fact, they have all these cats, which he had maybe the nicest cat that I've ever seen in my life. Like literally like you put your hand out and this cat's like jumping into your hand to be petted. And he has this setup where if you, um, if the cat walks over by its food bowl, it has a little thing on its collar that dispenses food. It's almost like back to the future. And uh, he showed us all that, and I was just blown away by it because he has a couple other cats that'll eat all the food. And this cat's like a grazer, he called it. So if the cat walks by, the food dispenses, and then the cat can eat. And I was just like, dude, that's so cool. So I've, I was like impressed. And it's like, you know, you meet people that are very interesting like that. You got to hold on to them. So I'm going to try to uh, put myself out there and, and, and join that stuff. And I had a great time. They're really into like like the the gatherings and stuff. So. That was a that was a fun little thing, and that's what we did last night. We ended up leaving like it was about ready to start raining last night, and he's like, "Well, you, uh, if you guys are trying to get out of here, it's, it'd be a good time to go. Else, you're going to be stuck here." So everyone's kind of like clamoring to leave because we had been there for a while, and like it started dumping rain, and it was like lightning and stuff. It was like really cool to drive through, and lightning hit like right near our near where we were driving. It like lit up the whole road and stuff. It was wild, but we made it home safely, and. Um, that kind of took us to today. Today's been kind of a work day for me. Did some editing and stuff like that. Had to do a return at Kohl's for some Amazon things that I bought recently. My window was almost up on. Uh, and then I came here and I'm recording this podcast. So that's kind of like kind of my week. It was it was a busy one. It was a fun one. Like this is like the definition of summer and why I look forward to it. Just fun stuff happening all the time. Lots of activities and lots of stuff to share with you guys. So that was kind of uh, what I was up to. Um, I'm going to get into listener feedback here. This is going to be like a shorter episode, I guess. You, these have been cracking over an hour lately, but I got through everything, so that's good. So let's go through the comments from last week, all eight of them, as I go through here. Uh, Janelle, she says she's a I, she's here for the right reason. She said, sorry about you deleting the video. It's been years since I've written a check. I use my Mac card for everything. Yeah, I talked about us getting into a new checkbook. And I had this whole box of checks and I've determined that I'll probably never need to buy new checks at any point in my life, considering the, the fact that we use maybe like just a few a month, if that, uh, so we'll have these checks for all eternity. <laughs> They'll disintegrate before we actually use them all. I've been speaking of, uh, using your Mac card. I I'm behind the times in almost everything, of course. And I started using Apple wallet, which, uh, on your, on your iPhone, you double click like the side button and then you can have like all of your credit cards and stuff saved in there. And it's really nice. Like you just kind of walk over to the machine where you would like swipe your card or put your card in or tap your card. And it works just like that. And only it's faster. And I'm like, dude, this is really cool. I don't really need to like outside of having my driver's license and maybe some emergency cash. I really don't need to carry a wallet with me anymore. I can just have it all on my phone. And I know some people have cases where you slide like your your stuff in the back there. And I, I don't necessarily want to do that because I film with my phone and I don't want it. Like if I do lose it, God forbid, or if I leave it somewhere, I don't want like too much to get lost. If I just, just the phone would be enough. Uh, so I found that to be pretty cool. I'm sure like everybody, 
that's that's an adult that's listening that probably uses some type of technology like that. But I just kind of came around to it, and uh, it's pretty darn convenient. So uh, you can have if you ever leave your wallet at home, and you need some gas or something happens, you got it with you no matter what because you 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 typically have your phone at least I do it's like a part of me essentially it's always in my pocket which is why it makes a great uh filming camera because anytime you want to capture something it's so easy to pull it out and within seconds I can be filming whatever's happening versus having like an actual camera that's that's uh, noticeable uh less stealthy and uh like harder to to have and get to like if I went to the carnival and filmed with my camera and I've done this before because of I was all concerned about the low light situation I remember like everyone looking at me and with you have a, just a camera or a phone out, people just think you're a, a person with your phone out typically. So I, I don't feel as self-conscious about it. Uh, we're still in the world of vlogging, even 12 years in now. It's still something that's that's weird to most people, and they're wondering what you're doing. But I think maybe getting more acceptable, probably. Uh, next one comes from DD Bricks. He says, "I feel your pain on the taxes." I was talking. That's where I had to write checks out. I had to like pay my quarterly taxes, and it hurts your soul. He says, "I'm also self-employed, and here in the UK, we pay our taxes twice a year." including in July. The economy here is rough at the minute to the point where I might have to break that one golden rule and take out a loan just to pay off the tax man by the end of this month. Not ideal when interest rates are skyrocketing. Very nervous times for sure. Yeah, like, whew, you got to be careful. You really got to make sure you set off aside enough to pay those taxes because there is no getting out of that. You know, uh, you can't take a loan out. Not This is definitely not financial advice that I would give someone to take a loan out to pay taxes because now you're going to have to pay that loan plus interest and you're still going to have to pay your taxes in the future. So things are going to get a little hard, but if you can just tighten, tighten up a little bit and then get a little bit more into savings or pay that loan off early, that that's fine if you just need a little bit of time to do it. But uh, here in the United States, it's not quite so rough. Uh, you can you can not pay your quarterly taxes whatsoever, but there is a penalty to be paid for that. And some people I think don't want the stress or the headache of having to do that every quarter. So they just, they just take the punishment and they do it. Uh, so you could do that, I guess, but I don't know what that's like in, uh, in the UK. Maybe they, they are a little bit harsher when it comes to paying those. Next one comes from Ronnie. He says, love the way the content, love the content the way it is. Joining you in your journey and not knowing where it'll lead. You might get more views on your videos if you broke it down into smaller, more specific segments, but it would feel more commercialized and less like I'm joining my buds for an epic adventure. Just my two cents. Yeah, I agree. That's just, that's my style. Um, I mentioned that I tend to do a lot of things on YouTube that, um, aren't the smartest thing to do financially. Like I share the things I'm interested in. I don't go out on my way to, to create content. Um, you know, Lego, I, I, t I talked about this all last week, so I don't get into it too much. Um, but I just kind of share what I'm up to and what I'm into just like this. And I, I cater to, I guess, a, a, an audience that I believe is already there versus trying to attract new people through making videos. Like I was talking about last week, like uh, it, us doing this and that becomes like the title, like going to this restaurant or this museum or uh, seeing the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Instead, it's just like a whole day of adventures. And I kind of want people to, to be on that with us, which speaking of that, I added up all of the time for our Italy trip and it's well over three hours of content, which is kind of crazy to think like you could literally sit down and just watch like our, our vacation as though it's a movie. That's always my goal. So it's all in a playlist and you can just go through every single day all in a row. And it, I just think that's neat. It's just like maybe even for us in the future, just to sit down and be like, oh, look at all that. That being said, there's probably about 20 hours of uh, like raw videos, <laughs> which I've had people like ask me, I won't say begging me, but like there's people that want to see like just everything, which is a lot of just like bad camera movement and like just 
shots of nothing or walking places. Trust me, like the if, if it's a 15 minute video, you don't want to see much more than that. I got that boiled down to what what I think is is the essence of of what you want to see. Uh, but I have been like tempted to make like some really long videos. Like what would it be like just to make like an hour? Just just no concern over time. No concern about being efficient or telling a story. Just be like, hey, you're along with us. Let's go. I think that'd be kind of fun. Almost like a live stream, I guess. That's kind of what live streaming is. But thank you, Ronnie. I, I appreciate you being on our journey and I'm always happy to be on your journey uh, as well. Uh, next one comes from Trace Kill TV. He says, about the Lego train deal, you might not necessarily need the extra battery box and motor, although I at least try using it first with the other train because a single motor and battery box may not have the traction and power you'd want to drive it. Yeah, my goal was, I, I think I mentioned this last week, I was just going to use one one battery box and, and motor and we're just doubling the size of the, size of the train. I'm thinking it'll still be fine. Uh, and then I'd like to sell the extra one that I got. He says, you can pair both battery boxes to one controller and, a controller and run flawlessly. On my layout, I took the electronics from the rear locomotive and put them in the train car right behind the front locomotive. That way the rear locomotive can't possibly push the trains off the track. You could also build a powered mock train. The price for electronics will probably stay the same and skyrocket when Lego decides to try a different system. Yeah, that's all good points. I guess this is something that I'm just going to have to uh, experiment with and see if I can run uh, like twice the size of a train off of off of one motor. If it's not enough, then I might have to hit you up and we'll we'll try to figure out how to how I can do this. There's probably YouTube tutorials, hopefully, on how to like sync them together or pair them up uh, so the thing has enough power to make it around the track. I think it'll be okay though. Uh, Platinum says, I'd rescue uh, Clark, Cody, and Roxy Bear. Well, what about Mellow Cat? She's an outside cat, you dingus. I don't need to rescue Mellow Cat. She, she, like, we were talking about if the house is on fire, what, what would I take out of here? And the point was how important my hard drives are to me. The reason I don't need to rescue Mellow Cat is because she's already been rescued. She's already outside. She just walks away. She's not inside. Man, thinks, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lego Jasper says, I actually have never seen a check in my life since we don't use them here. There you go. I, probably kids, I wonder if my nephews have ever seen a check. They probably don't know how to write a check. They've probably seen their parents with checks. But yeah, I, I think this generation is more more likely to use the Apple wallet than to use a check. So we're, we're kind of going there. And it makes sense. It's way more efficient, I think. In fact, Cody and I have had the discussion, like she's she's historically like mailed her, her like credit card payments out and things like that with a check. And I'm just like, dude, like there's so many uh, variables that can happen when you're doing that. Like a check gets lost in the mail. They don't get in in time. It falls in the, the, the vehicle of the, the U.S. Postal Service person and never gets mailed. And then like your, your credit scores on the line. If you have a late payment, there's all kinds of issues with that in terms of late fees. Although they would probably forgive you if it happened once. But I like just making online payments. In fact, I have all of my stuff, everything in my life that I can, I've set up to come out automatically. I don't want to be bothered with it. If it's something that's that needs to be paid, just go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to add complication to my life. So just have it come out, whatever it needs to come out, and don't involve me in it. So that's, that's where I'm at on most things, which is why you don't need checks. And I'm sure they prefer that processing those checks. So you think they would actually like charge you a penalty for that. Cause like processing all that, I feel like would take more time, effort and energy unless it's all done by robots, which is entirely possible. Robots, probably terminators. Uh, we got another Lego train comment from Ozzy guys is Lego trains. Yes. I have just spent the last month going through my pieces in Bricklink to build the Christmas train mock. I found it's so expensive, but I've learned what to sub out for modern train pieces. Thanks for your recommendation. I've started severance. This is a good show. Just what I needed. There you go. I love that. 
dude, he hit all the all the talking points from last week. Uh, yeah, the train stuff is surprisingly expensive. I didn't realize it until I was like, Clark, let's build this Minecraft train. And I'm like, okay, how many train cars do you want? He's like, five. I'm like, plugging everything into BrickLink for what we need. And I'm like, it's like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. And yeah, it's expensive. But I also think if we collected uh, Lionel trains or whatever, Bachman trains, just think how expensive that would be just to get one train car or the track from that with Lego, at least I can build my own stuff up. And if you get bored with it, you can tear it down, build something else. That's why Lego is always the answer. It's, it's good value for your money. If you're a creative person that likes to do more than just build a set and look at it, I'll still say, and I've, I said before, video games, I think, are the best bang for your buck. But Lego, while expensive up front, if you do enough with it, it becomes a very inexpensive toy, especially considering that your Lego collection can be passed down through generation after generation after generation. It's it's a great thing. I'm a little biased, though, as you probably know. Last but not least, James Rolfe. Jim coming through. Repeat offender. He's saying Apple TV. He's got recommendations. So, Aussie guy, if you need anything more to watch, says Foundation. For All Mankind, The Crowded Room, Ted Lasso, C, Slow Horses, so much good content. I I don't know what some of that stuff is. For All Mankind is on my list, but the next thing that I'm watching, and you if you've seen this, you can let me know, Silo. I've heard so many good things about the show Silo, so that's next on my list of Apple TV. But Ted Lasso, I've like everybody loves Ted Lasso, and I feel like that'd be up my alley. I just don't know if the missus would like it, so I'll need to determine that. But there's a lot of stuff to see, a lot of stuff to do. Oh, I almost got into the Smash Mouth song. Don't want to, don't do that to you guys. So much to see. So nope, not doing it. Uh, anything else this week? I think I have everything covered. That was my second week of July. First, I guess first week of July of 2023. Lots of activity, lots of fun. I've got a lot of things coming up this week, which I'm not going to spoil for you yet. You're going to have to tune into next week's episode. <laughs> Big, th I should make this one like a clickbait. Big things happening this week. This is going to be an epic week for us. Uh, so tune into the podcast next week. Next Sunday is when it'll come out. And I'll tell you all about the fun that we got into this week on the second week of July. So on that, with this little bit of shorter episode, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope it, it provided some value to you, even if you just got you through whatever it is you're doing. I appreciate you tuning in and uh, being a part of uh, my journey. And on that, I hope you guys have a glorious week and uh, we'll talk to you in the next one.